keeping up with the changes and constant nuances of how to navigate different accounts and income thresholds and taxation. It's just, there's, there's a lot. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the windup and the delivery. Hello and welcome in to Perfect Game Retirement. He's Ryan Ledman. He's president and financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management. Today we're talking about who even needs to work with an advisor. Ryan, that's the question, right? It's it's uh it's almost like you know to give it a perfect kind of analogy for for people in, in Georgia and the South because I'm from Alabama, is it's like the uh, you know you might be a redneck if right that's kind of what we're going with today, right? <laughs> yeah, you might it, need a it. financial advisor if yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, we all remember those, but that's what we're talking about today. Like who you know a lot of people are good with handling their money and they try to do it on their own. Uh, but at a certain point, there is a time when hey, it's probably going to be better off and you're going to be more successful long term. If you work with a financial advisor, we're going to talk about five different uh, maybe signs that, hey, you could probably benefit from talking to someone like Ryan. So that'll be today's show. We have a couple of mailbag questions coming up later, and we'll put everything up online at blackoakam.com. The show notes will be found there. Every episode we've done can be found online, plus resources like the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, the Retirement Calculator, and you can schedule your Retirement Coach 360 session online. Ryan, how's everything going? Everything's going well. Weather's getting warmer, so I'm loving it. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with the, <laughs> you might be a redneck if that's kind of funny. But I mean, obviously I'm biased from, and that kind of piggybacks our last uh, recording as far as biases go. But I know good advisors can help everyone. It just depends if people want help. And that's right. that's the key. There, there are plenty of people who can do this stuff on their own, but just navigating like small nuances, it's, it's, it's tough. And, and to keep ahead of that and knowing all that stuff for an individual who has a life who is working and who has things they want to do it's it's usually not beneficial like that's you know saving saving that advisor fee from a cost perspective if you devote time to doing other things you can make that up in in no time uh so Anyway, so if people are like splitting hairs over advisor fees and and how much we charge or how much any advisor charges, then they're not an ideal fit. If they're going to nitpick that, then that's they're not a fit. Right. <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, but with any of these that we're about to talk about today, I know there's a way that an advisor can can help and shed some light on on these different topics that we're going to discuss. But again, it's just whether or not people want help. So we might not convince you today that you need an advisor if you're someone that doesn't um, doesn't feel like you do, you think you can handle everything on your own. But hopefully we'll give you some things to think about along the way and some situations where you might say, okay, this might make sense for me to at least have that conversation. And again, you can schedule that Retirement Coach 360 session now and then and just start that conversation. So so let's start off with this first one, Ryan. Um, again, you know, who these are people, this is a situation where you might just need a financial advisor. So the first one would be, are you someone that tends to be a procrastinator and then you just kind of really need that kick in the butt? This is so common. And a lot I tell people a lot of times it's just making that initial phone call to an advisor or once you do that, just opening the account. You know, there's little there's little steps, but they're huge steps in the beginning. And once those things are done and set up and you're on some kind of automatic investment, it, it's so much easier. But it's just taking those initial steps and 
people who procrastinate and don't want to do this on their own, we or any advisor can take that off of your hands and go, yep, let's do the account setup. Let's set up the automatic draft or let's help with the transfer. It's, it's, it's amazing what is kind of left and scattered out there that you don't realize. And I had a recent client go and claim social security and social security found a 401k from 30 something years ago that she had no clue that she had. It wasn't a ton of money, but it was still thousands of dollars that was just left out there and would never have been found um, if not. So it's just little things like that to, to help people out. And I had a recent client pass away. And before he passed away, he's like, how in the world do people do this on their own? I don't understand. Like, I wish I could use this like as a glowing advertisement for any advisor, but Mm -hmm. he's like, I don't know why people, how people do this on their own and why they don't hire a financial advisor. I mean, those are words that came out of his mouth and that just, that meant a lot to me. And, and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to take care of your family when you're gone. And he, he has since gone. And, but taking that upfront work off of people is a big part of how we work with individuals. And once it's done, it's it, once you get those first steps done and out of the way, procrastination is over. Right. Yeah. It's a, such a great, such a great point on, on why, you know, an advisor can be so helpful. You just got to kind of push you over that edge and, and it kind of takes us to our second one too, right? It's, it's like, if you're just kind of stuck and you don't even really know where to start because, you know, finances are overwhelming for so many people. And when you're, you know, you're beginning that planning, like, okay, what's the most important thing? Where, where should I be focusing first? And a lot of times that's where the advisor comes in. If you cannot figure out where to start, an advisor can really help you there. Yeah. And a lot of people are good accumulators. Um, you know, they've been at a 401, or excuse me, at a job and they're contributing to their 401k. And obviously this is less frequent, but they've been there 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it is. And they've been socking money away. They really haven't needed an advisor because they've just been plowing ahead, putting their head down, putting in 15%. Um, or maxing out their 401k, however they, however they get to that number. And then it's they come to the end of their working life and thinking, okay, now I have to decumulate this. Like, how does, how does that work? So it's reverse engineering, but then you throw in Medicare, then you throw in Social Security, and it, different types of accounts are taxed differently. So the unwinding of it, it is a huge moving target, and there's so many pieces of the puzzle to put together. So... A lot of people have, have been good at the investing part, but there's just so much more to it uh, as, as what a comprehensive financial advisor will do and take every piece of that puzzle and help you with it, but especially when it comes to retirement and having to take this money out. All right, our third uh, reason why you might need a financial advisor, and this is one that I, I, I love, and this is one that I've, as I listen to you more and more, Ryan, this is the one that really kind of sticks out to me because there's so many things that you'll point out or mention that I'm just not even aware of. And you know, the third third one here is you just don't know what you don't know, right? That's the, the value of the advisor just there is is almost priceless. Amen. I mean, it, it is. And that, and I can use myself as an example in, in other areas uh, that I'm not an expert in. Uh, you know, uh, recently a, a deer jumped out in front of my car and I drilled the thing <laughs> and did damage to my car. Well, I don't know what I don't know. So... <laughs> I'm taking it somewhere to people who know what they're doing. And, and it's just, that's what specialization is in this type of uh, um, market economy that we do have. So there's so many little nuances. Uh, 
especially with Dave Ramsey, you know, given, given kind of general, obviously he's talking to 15 million people at once, but general advice. And, and so I do get, because a lot of our clients do come from the Ramsey site and people say, Oh, well, I heard, you know, I heard Dave Ramsey say this, whatever concept it is. Uh, let's, uh, backdoor Roth. Let's say that's one thing. Well, I heard him say, talk about a backdoor Roth. Well, backdoor Roth is a real thing, but it doesn't apply. It can apply to everyone, but there's nuances of a backdoor Roth and how it works. Sometimes it's not as clean and easy as you think it is, but then sometimes it's way super simple. And why more people don't take advantage of it is I have no idea why. But what side of the fence do you fall on? Well, again, it depends. So there's so many things that you don't know what you don't know because there's so many nuances and this stuff constantly changes. That's the thing. It, it changes year in and year out. Simple things like, you know, Roth contributions. Did they go up this year? Well, no, they didn't. They stayed at 6000 and 7000 depending on what your age is. But that catches people by surprise. And sometimes, you know, people, I, I get people as clients and like, oh, yeah, I'm maxing out my Roth and putting $5,000 a year into that. And I'm like, well, no, you're not. It's 6000 now. And, and so just little things like that. You don't know what you don't know. But keeping up with the changes and constant nuances of how to navigate different accounts and income thresholds and taxation. It's just, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. You just, you just don't know what all's out there. There's so many tools that can be used and there'll be tools that aren't used by the majority of people. Right. But there could be something there that fits you perfectly that you're just not aware of. So again, there's a lot, so much value in, in working with an advisor just from that uh, point of view. All right. A couple more here. Are you someone that doesn't really, really have the time to devote to it that you should? And this, this can be someone, I think the first example I can think of, Ryan, is someone that does this for a long time, right? Or at least early in their career, 20s, 30s, and into their 40s. But at some point, life catches up to you and you have a lot on your plate. You just cannot spend the time or energy worrying about your money every day. Yeah, because it, it can it, <laughs> it can suck the life out of you. I have a good friend who was doing day trading stuff and you know, you get so caught up in that because, you know, market movements throughout the day could really move the needle one way or the other. And I remember we were playing golf one time and, and the guy was just staring at his phone the whole time. And it was because of day trading. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what, like, what are you doing? <laughs> you make good money with what you do from your nine to five and you're spending so much time on, a five or $6,000 swing in the market based off the money that you have in there. Like this, this is stupid. Like, what are you doing? So, um, just not having the time. And those are the people we want to work with that don't have the time to devote to it. There's a lot of things I don't, I love working outside in my yard landscaping, but a lot of times I sometimes have to hire that out. Now I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like OCD with like cutting my grass and all that stuff. So I don't let anyone touch that, but <laughs> Like putting that stuff in, like I laid sod last year. Okay, like would I mind doing that? No, I wouldn't mind doing that. I don't have the time. I do not have the time to save a few thousand dollars to um, put that in myself. It's it's ridiculous. And so the same thing goes. If you we want people who want to pay attention, want to be successful, want to have a successful retirement, but they're like, this is not my money maker. My money maker is doing what I do mm -hmm. and uh, what my passion is. I want you to handle this. Perfect. That is an ideal client for us. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. Got one more here, and this is a great one. I know, I think we've kind of touched on this in some regard uh, on the show in previous episodes, but your advisor is there to help you out, right? And to look out for your best interests. And if you're someone that watches a lot of TV, 
takes in a lot of uh, you know the media, whatever medium you choose to use. But when you're doing that, you're going to hear a lot of conflicting opinions. Everybody's got one on every side, every direction, and you just cannot figure out who to listen to. It, it, it can be you know mind-numbing unless you just choose to listen to somebody that always kind of – the biases like we talked about last time. If they back up your biases, then maybe you'll listen to them. But there's so much <laughs> yeah. information, and your advisor can help you sift through it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely piggybacking the bias talk, but yeah, people, you listen to what supports what you, what you believe, but even on certain channels or media outlets that you decide to listen to, there's going to be even conflicting uh, opinions on, on that. And it's, it's, you got to weed through what, what's actually true. What's actually just capturing headlines, capturing your attention. Cause that's, the media is not stupid. They know they have to capture your attention quick because we have such short attention spans that you'll move on to the next thing. There's so much scrolling that goes through. And if we don't, if they don't grab your attention within the first few seconds, you're done, you're gone. So a lot of this stuff is just noise. And, and and that's kind of our job is weeding through all that. I mean, I do a, a weekly video that goes out to all of our clients. And it's a lot of times breaking this stuff down and telling people not to panic or, you know, that not that media outlets are completely lying to you, but they're probably fabricating a lot of it uh, unless it's just hard data results. But then they like to throw in their opinions on what these hard data results are showing. So opinions, um, everyone's got them and that's going to be a constant thing. You just have to know what your goals are. That's where planning ahead and having a plan is, is so true. It's, it's not rocket science to have a plan. It's just developing that plan and sticking to it and, and getting rid of all that noise and not having to, to hear all these differences of opinions. But that's our job is to kind of weed through that stuff. And it's, it just like everything else is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. No question. Well, if, if you're thinking about an advisor or, you know, curious about, hey, what, what can you actually do to help me with my financial planning? Again, I encourage you to schedule your retirement coach 360 session online now at blackoakam.com. Ryan, when they do that, what, what can somebody expect? What's the next step after they go in and, and request that and schedule that appointment? No, that's a great, great question. So a lot of times we just schedule a 15 minute phone call on the front end. So that's our process. That's what we do with everyone unless they're like a straight referral from an existing client, but more times than not, we still just like to hear high level, what people are going through, what questions they have. So if they do come in, we already have a good idea. We can, we can make the most of that hour in person meeting as the second step. So first step is high level. It's mostly me shutting up, listening to what people, uh, what pain points they have, what questions they have, what situation they're in and, you know, obviously answer the questions that they do have. And if I can, and within 15, 20 minutes, you can get a really good feel. And that goes for them too. They can get a feel for me um, if they're a good, if we're a good fit for them, but then vice versa to at least have a first in-person meeting. So we do the 15, 20 minute phone call. If it's a good fit and we're like, okay, I, I like what you have to say and vice versa. The first in-person meeting is just a deeper dive into that 15 minute conversation. Cause we don't get usually super, super specific on that 15 minute phone call, the first in-person meeting is where we drill down a little bit more, but I tell people don't bring statements because everybody asks that, should I bring in my statement? Nope, no statements, nothing. 
Like I want people to feel as comfortable as possible because they already have their guard up coming in. They don't know what to expect. They're like, okay, they're going to make me buy something. And no, there's no paperwork that is signed on that in that first in-person meeting. We let people meet with us, digest it. And then we expect an answer after that, whether yes or no. And we give people permission to say no, mm-hmm. like it's okay to say no. Um, you know, we, we want to help, but at the same time, we don't want you to do anything you don't want to do. So it's after that in-person meeting. And then the second meeting is kind of when we start really, really, really putting that plan together. I love it. Again, blackoakam.com is the website. You can also reach out to Black Oak Asset Management over the phone at 470-508-0508. It's time to open up the mailbag. All right, a couple of questions now from the mailbag that came in. First one is Sam Anaconi, who says, I have a whole life insurance policy with a cash value of about 50000 My kids are in their 30s now, so I don't think I really need life insurance at this point. Should I just cancel the policy and use the cash to pay off my house? Ooh, good question, Sam. Well, uh, I'm not uh, opposed. I'm not opposed to that, Sam. Just you just need to be aware, and you can call the insurance company, which I know sounds like a, a fun thing to do. But <laughs> call the insurance company, and they'll tell you like if you have around fifty thousand dollars of cash value, they'll be able to tell you how many how much of that is gains. And I tell you that because you would you would pay taxes on some of those gains if you surrender the life insurance policy. So depending on how long you've had it, Sam, it's probably mostly um, principal amount. So it's probably not going to be a ton. Now, if you've had it 30, 40 years, okay, there's probably a decent chunk of gains in there. So just be aware of what your tax uh, obligation would potentially be. So of that 50000 if 40000 of it is cost basis or aka principal amount, you only got $10,000 of taxes and gains. Uh, so whatever your tax rate is, you would pay on that. So it, it may not be a big deal. Um, now, I'm, I mean, I, I do think life insurance is a, is a good thing. It's, it's, I've never, um, and I've had to deliver death benefit checks to clients uh, of spouses who were left behind and they've never complained <laughs> about getting a life insurance check. Um, so it's, it's, it's a gift, and but I get the point of life that you are in, and it's something you can pay a huge asset off. And I'm I'm big about getting rid of debt, so it, it's I would definitely dig deep into it and just know everything before you do it. But I wouldn't be opposed to to paying off a house. That's a huge asset, and that's an overhead cost that you would not have, especially if you're about to enter retirement, Sam. So maybe maybe a good idea, uh, depending on the structure of that life insurance policy and. I mean, gosh, if you got $50,000 of cash value and the death benefit is not much over that, it really may be worth taking that money out and paying the house off. But just know what your obligation is going to be. All right. Thanks for that question, Sam. All right. One more from Deborah, who's in Vining, says, I want to have a lot of fun and and do a lot of traveling when I retire. But to do what I want to do, I'm going to need an income that's higher in retirement than it was while I was still working. Will that be irresponsible? Shoot, no, Deborah. (laughs) (laughs) I want my income to be higher in retirement too. <laughs> like again, that's the mindset of people is is I want people to I want people to have that mindset, Deborah. Now, obviously there's a math component to what you're saying, which we'll get into in a second, but I want people not having the mindset of, oh, well, I'm gonna be definitely in a lower, you know, my income's gonna be lower. I'm gonna be in a lower tax bracket when I get into retirement. No. No. Get be in a higher one. That means you're 
It means you're being able to pull a lot of money out. Now, if you saved in Roth accounts, like we tell you to, then your tax bracket is going to be almost zero. And that's not a broke mindset. That's a responsibility mindset that you've been saving in the right accounts your whole life. But in your situation, Deborah, no, it's not irresponsible. But I mean, if you only saved a half million dollars for retirement and you want to spend 110000 per year, okay, yes, that's irresponsible. But, you know, just by you submitting a question and being cognizant of that, I doubt, I doubt that's the situation here. So again, it goes back to that whole thing about having a plan. Okay. If you have a nest egg or you have income, cause it's about income in retirement. So if you got pension and you got good social security and, and, um, you have passive income coming in or you have a large nest egg and you can cover that, I, it, that that's where saving to a certain number, doesn't really matter. You hear all these, oh, what's your number? What's your number? How much do you have to save? Well, it depends. It depends on what your lifestyle you want it to be. If you, Deborah, if you're debt free and most of your expense is going to be that travel and you can afford it, more power to you. Knock yourself out. Do it. Um, but again, it just becomes, it's not irresponsible unless it's irresponsible spending based off of what you have coming into retirement. All right, Deborah. It's all about having fun, right, Ryan? Using that money and, <laughs> and getting the most yeah. out of it. You work that hard, you, you want to enjoy it. That's exactly right. I mean, it's you you saved it and it's great if you want to leave a a legacy to to kids or whoever you or charities that you leave behind, great, but you need to you need to enjoy life too. And and traveling, if that's your thing, Deborah, then do it. Great. I love it. Thanks for that question, Deborah. We appreciate that. And if you have one for us, send it in blackoakam.com. But hopefully today you got a better sense of of the value that a financial advisor can provide and some of the situations where, hey, you might be dealing with your money on your own, but at a certain point, if some of these things maybe define you a little bit, you think, hey, I should reach out and at least have that conversation to see what an advisor can do. So again, uh, we appreciate you taking us through this, Ryan. I know you're obviously partial to it, but I think listening through this, you can kind of get a better sense of just why it's so important to work with an advisor. Anyone can do it on their own, but you're probably going to be better off if you have that help. Yeah. And I appreciate you asking about like the process of it too. Cause some people just, again, you don't know what you don't know. And mm-hmm. you know, they, they sometimes associate us with, uh, and I actually had a person tell me this. So they, they say, well, I associate you in the same class as a, as a used car salesman. I'm like, Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. so you know, you're not going to be cornered. You're not going to uh, have to sign anything you don't want to sign. So, but just announcing what that process looks like, uh, hopefully will be helpful to a lot of people. I think it will. And again, if you want to learn more, again, schedule a retirement coach 360 session online at blackoakam.com. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Perfect Game Retirement. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the show if you haven't already. That helps us continue to grow. we got a new show every couple of weeks and uh, look forward to catching up with you again then, Ryan. Yeah, thanks, Ben. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledner, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement.
Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC, Black Oak Asset Management, and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.